Good evening. It's time to call the December 7th, 2022 regularly scheduled meeting of the Design Review Committee to order. We usually begin with a flag salute. And could I ask Ms. Skorpanich to lead us this evening? Yes, please stand if you are able. Thank you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Can we have roll call, please? Committee Member Fox? Here. Committee Member Skorpanich? Here. Vice Chair McDermott? Here. Chair Imboden? Here. And for the record, Committee Member Farfan is absent tonight. Thank you. Before we start with our agendized business, we always give the, op the public the opportunity to address the committee on items which are not agendized. We can't take any action on them. Is anyone here to discuss anything off agenda that's not included in the agenda? I see one meager hand going up. And it's under public comments. Go ahead and come forward. Looks a lot like Tim McCormick, doesn't he? <clears throat> Design Review Committee, Chair and Bowden. Um, I had the pleasure for many, many years to serve on the DRC. And for many years, I always look forward to public comment and have, hoping to have somebody come up and acknowledge something really, really special and important to the city, to, to the general public, and to me, or to the committee members. So that being said, knowing that this probably can't happen for another seven years, but actually happens every year, I would like to ask you if you could join me in saying happy birthday to our chair, Robert and Bowden. And I'd like to have all of you, the meeting will go better if you sing, to wish, stand up if you will, to sing happy birthday to Chair and Bowden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Robert. Happy birthday to you. And when was your birthday? Today. Thank you for that, I think. Um, so first item of business we have uh, on our consent are two items, 3.1, which is the approval of minutes from our November 16 meeting, and item 3.2, which is design review item number 5065-22, the Maloney residence. Did uh, the committee have any reason to pull either one of those items? I have no reason. None? None. And we don't have any speakers on either of the consent items, correct? Then I'll, seeing none, I'll look to the committee for a motion. Mr. Chairman, I'll make a motion to approve uh, the consent calendar. We have a motion to approve. I'll second. And a second. Please vote. That unanimously passes. 
for new business. We have design review item number 5030-21, Streetlights Mixed-Use Department Development, 840 at the City Drive South. We'll start with the staff report. Yes, Associate Planner Monique Schwartz will be making the presentation. Great, thank you. Go ahead whenever you're ready, Monique. evening and happy birthday chair and members of the design review committee the applicant Scott Levy and his development team are present this evening to answer any questions that you may have the applicant is proposing to demolish an existing retail building and surface parking lot in order to construct a 225 unit vertical mixed-use apartment development including ground-level retail restaurant area three levels subterranean three-level subterranean parking structure beneath the footprint of the building, parallel surface parking spaces, residential amenities, and site improvements. A two-story open parking structure for use by the adjacent office complex is also proposed to replace parking that will be displaced by the, park, by the project. The project site includes three parcels totaling 5.86 acres. The project site is part of a larger 15-acre office complex containing four and eight-story office buildings with open and structured parking located at the northwest corner of Garden Grove Boulevard in the City Drive South. The project has been designed with a pedestrian in mind. Pedestrian-oriented design emphasizes the street sidewalk and pedestrian access to the site and building rather than vehicle access and parking areas. The building is located close to the street with apartment units and residential amenity courtyards elevated on a five-foot podium, allowing for increased comfort and safety of residents along the busy street frontage and office complex interior. Pedestrian access to the residential units is provided via stairways along the eastern frontage and stair and stoop access on the west side of the building. The main public entrance is oriented to the street sidewalk along Garden Grove Boulevard and is designed as a quasi-public plaza with enhanced landscaping, bench seating, and decorative monument signage. Outdoor dining and public seating are provided along the northern edge, which creates an attractive link for pedestrians walking to the site from other offices and residential uses. A new traffic signal and crosswalk will be located at the main entrance driveway along the City Drive South that will provide additional pedestrian connectivity between the project and offices to the east. The building is designed around apartment amenity courtyards and the larger of which is exposed to the eastern edge. This allows for a visual break in the length of the project along the City Drive South. Residential common amenities will include a fitness center, clubhouse and lounge area, landscaped pool and spa courtyard, and passive open courtyard with shade structure, barbecue counters, outdoor kitchen, fire pits, pet lounge, and pet park. 
The proposed two-story open parking structure will be located west of the mixed-use project and parallel to the south property line. The project has a modern architectural style that reflects an urban mixed-use housing aesthetic. It takes into consideration the city's urban mixed-use land use designation and the West Chapman Avenue Uptown Orange General Plan focus area in that the applicant has designed a project that integrates with the surrounding professional office, commercial and residential development, provides a high density housing project and considers existing and future pedestrian activity in the area. The ground level incorporates storefront windows with metal awnings to activate the street frontages. The north portion of the building is six stories in height, while the middle and southern portions are five stories, allowing for better integration with the existing office buildings, four-story office complex to the east, and two-story apartments and single-story residences to the south across Garden Grove Boulevard in the city of Santa Ana. Architectural features include varied flat roof lines, extensive use of windows and balconies, alternating wall planes, and vertical and horizontal accent details. Exterior materials include painted stucco, vinyl windows, metal railings at balconies, metal awnings over ground level, aluminum storefront windows, <coughs> excuse me, horizontal fiber cement siding and trim, stone veneer, cast stone base, smooth and board form textured concrete, and decorative metal screening on the south elevations. The building will incorporate a coordinated color scheme in shades of beige, gray, and brown. <coughs> the two-story open parking structure will be about 16 feet tall and will coordinate with the existing office complex buildings. Exterior finishes will include natural gray concrete and brown brick, brick veneer. Due to the position of the building, existing mature landscaping will be removed, including 63 trees. The project proposes a variety of water efficient plant material along the street frontages, the perimeter boundaries and project interior, including 66 new trees as illustrated on sheets L1 through L10 of the submittal plans. <coughs> Streetscape treatment along the city drive south includes a five foot wide landscape buffer and planters between the public sidewalk and five foot tall board formed textured concrete podium wall that will include a mix of vertical and small accent trees and a variety of shrubs and ground cover. Staff believes that the treatment of the wall and the landscape design along the eastern edge needs further development and staff is seeking feedback from the DRC to guide the design details. Staff has included a condition of approval number 12 that requires the applicant to continue to refine the design of this interface for staff approval prior to grading permit issuance. <laughs> The quasi-public plaza along Garden Grove Boulevard will include larger accent trees and landscape planters with similar shrubs and ground cover to accentuate the front entrance. Street trees along both street frontages will include the retention of existing crepe myrtle or replacement with Brisbane box trees. A total of 16 new street trees are proposed. The streetscape landscaping will articulate and soften the five and six story building design and provide a friendly pedestrian interface with the building and sidewalk. Landscape treatment and the commercial outdoor dining and public plaza along the north property line includes foundation planters and planters along the sidewalk and parallel parking spaces with medium sized trees, shrubs and ground cover. 
The public sidewalk along the Garden Grove Street frontage will connect to a landscape pedestrian pathway on the west side of the building that leads to parallel guest parking, stair and stoop entries to residential units, and linkage of the residential units to the retail area on the north and other commercial center businesses. Landscaping along the west side includes large flowering trees and planters between the parallel spaces and foundation planters with smaller accent trees, shrubs, and ground cover. Trees and foundation planters on the north and west sides will provide a visual buffer for the adjacent hotel to the north and the 790 office building to the west. The amenity courtyards and project interior will consist of planters containing accent trees and other planting material. Enhanced paving will be provided in the amenity courtyards, in the outdoor dining and public seating areas on the north side, and in the public plaza on the south side. Pedestrian pathways that provide connectivity throughout the project will consist of gray concrete paving. LED wall-mounted light fixtures, bollards for pedestrian walkways, ground-mounted decorative lighting, overhead festoon lighting in the amenity courtyards, and light poles will be provided in the residential, commercial, and associated parking areas. Conceptual signage and wall graphics are provided for illustrated purposes and are not part of the project proposal. Monument sign signage, including oversized letters at the southeast corner and enlarged wall graphics on the east elevation are provided. A condition of approval has been included that requires signage and wall graphics to return to the DRC for approval. The applicant is also seeking a conditional use permit for increased building height from the maximum 45 feet to 75 feet. Staff believes that the proposed building height and massing integrates with the adjacent commercial and office and residential uses and that the proposed streetscape enhancements will help soften and screen the varied building height and massing. In addition, the applicant is seeking an administrative adjustment for reduction in open space for the project. With the inclusion of the private bal balconies and patios for a majority of the units, the numerous residential amenities and public plazas that contribute to the active street environment, it's not anticipated that the reduction would negatively impact the project. Staff recommends that the DRC recommend approval of mitigated negative declaration and project to the Planning Commission subject to the findings and conditions of approval within the staff report. And that concludes my presentation, and I would be happy to answer any questions. Thank Great. you. Thank you. Any questions for staff at this time? I have a couple of questions. Um, regarding the open space, Yes. I know there's... Um, a distinction between private and, and common open yes. space. Do they meet the requirement on private open space? Well, they require, yes, they do. Okay. They are only allowed to use uh, a certain percentage of that to count towards common open space. Okay, and so it sounds like the percentage is actually less than what most of the balconies are. They're actually larger than the allowable. I, some of them are larger. 40 yes. square foot yes. is what they're allowed to use for right. private. Right. And they're actually providing larger larger ones. than 40. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. I have another couple things. Um, do you know what the height of the adjacent building, office building is at 790? The four foot, the four story height? I, yeah. I don't know. 
So maybe I'll ask the applicant if they know when they come up. Mm -hmm. And then um, the, um, or there was another thing. Oh, you had in one of the conditions that you're still working on design revisions to the block or the concrete wall adjacent to the city drive. And can you clarify what you're trying to achieve with that? So what they've provided uh, staff feels that it could be improved and provide a better interface with the pedestrian along the city drive south. Uh, we haven't been given samples of the uh, the block wall or the it's actually concrete. Um, yes, board formed concrete. And it's a large expanse of wall. And so we thought maybe if you had any ideas of alternatives or different landscaping or alternatives to soften that edge, um, that would be very helpful. And we would work, staff would work together with the applicant uh, to refine that edge with your recommendations. And uh, hopefully prior to getting a building permit, they would have solidified that design. Okay. Um, another question is, I noticed there's a 10-foot maximum setback from the street. I forget which one of these it's in, but um, does that mean there's no minimum setback requirement? Correct. Okay. And from what I can see, there's some areas where it's like three feet and others was one foot eight or something. So, so zero is actually allowable. Yes. Okay. And then is there a landscape requirement? for a minimum width of landscape within any setback? Since it's a zero setback requirement for the building, so feasibly the building could be right at the back of walk with zero landscape, but with zero space. But if there is space, is there a requirement in the city code about landscaping in that space? Yes, or it should be landscaped. Okay. Is there a distance that should be landscaped? I mean, I'd say all the way up to the building at that, in okay. that circumstance, yes. Okay. And so in, in this case, the downstairs, I mean, the basement um, floors are, within, are at the five feet setback. Is that what's creating the wall? Correct. It's basically the base, the garage Correct. level. So there. Correct. That's the building. So Correct. between the sidewalk and the building, it should be landscape. Okay. Okay. And, and there is a five-foot buffer between the sidewalk and the podium. Right. Along that edge. Yeah. Except for a couple of places where the, a three the building itself is within three feet or at one corner towards the north, it's at one foot eight from the from the corner, from the property line. Okay, all right, Correct. thank you. That clarifies my questions for you. Yeah, I, if I could just get clarification on the same item. Um, I understood that the podium is at rear of sidewalk. Is that correct? Podium wall, outermost, is that correct or not? It's five feet away from the sidewalk. Set back five feet, oh yeah, five feet from the sidewalk. Oh, I see. The five-foot dimension is, I see. I was seeing that as a string, but it's the leader back to the string. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's a little bit confusing there. 
So the dotted hatch is a five-foot setback from inside edge of sidewalk to this podium wall. Okay. I'm following now. Thank you. And is that true even at that southeast corner where you have the radius of the sidewalk? Are you able to zoom in there easily? Yeah, so it looks like it goes down to three and then kind of zigs, zigzags in and out. Okay. I don't believe the podium continues all the way down to that edge. Oh, oh. That's great. That's Get gra- clarification. That's grade, that's grade level there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the podium ends there slightly above the large black arrow. Yes. Where it's first called out is five feet. Okay. Yeah, that's helpful seeing it zoomed in a little bit. Okay. Questions. Other questions for staff at this point? Yes, uh, I do. Can, can I just ask you to clarify a little bit about street trees? You mentioned that there's going to be 16 new street trees. It, it appeared to me that on uh, the City Drive South, there were only there were only three existing street trees. Are the new street trees going to be in existing um, tree panel tree wells, or will there be new ones established? And if so, how big will they be? In the landscape plans, hold on. Uh, if you can give me one minute, let me sure. get to the landscape plans. We also have the landscape architect present this evening for questions. So the 16 street trees are 24 inch box. And the landscape architect could um, clarify if there are going to be new, new openings along that sidewalk. I'll ask for some clarification on landscaping. Okay, we'll, just, we'll um, wait for for the landscape architect. Okay, and can I just ask you? Um, you mentioned the uh, wall graphics and the signage are going to return. Uh, are they looking for feedback on what is shown now? Is there any more information on those items? I don't have any information. I have no details other than what is shown on the elevations. Okay. Okay, so we don't know really what it's made of or anything. Okay, no. thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I have one more question. It was on the back side here. So the, the land use designation is, um, calls for actually a fairly high density for this area, or the, the general plan, I guess we should say, was, now I've lost it, but I think it was like 30 to 60, 60 mm-hmm. and they're coming in at 38. Correct. Which is fairly low within the range. And the, um, the FAR is supposed to be between 1.5 and 3.0, and they're coming in at 1.4. So is that a thing, is that an issue, that it's less than? No, the urban mixed use has kind of a, an exception in which, um, well, there's a couple of 
theories that I have. The existing office development may have included the hotel and another office building, which may might have had an existing FAR that was higher than what I have listed here. Okay. Okay. The the project as it is right now, FAR in the urban mixed use zone is only for commercial. It's not for residential. Okay. Okay. So now, after removing the existing retail building, the FAR is less. However, if we are creative and add the residential, we get to the 1.4. We don't meet the minimum, but the there is an exception in the urban mixed use zone that says it's okay, basically. Because okay. the, the, the issue for me is like we're asking for a fairly large height increase, but the density is actually so much lower than what's would you would expect, you know. So that part of it wasn't making a connection for me. It could but, have also be driven by the parking. Okay, right. But the height limit would imply a smaller scale development at forty five feet or whatever is the mm -hmm. height limit, and that I don't know how you'd ever get to sixty <laughs> density units per acre if we're actually at thirty eight. So I'm just was trying to reconcile those. I know zoning and, and general plan don't always talk to each other nicely. <laughs> so it's just, so I find it interesting that actually it's lower density than what is what kind could of be. dictating. And okay. Typically and that's not the case. It's kind of a mitigating. Right. right. Yeah. It just seems to be a mitigator. Okay. Thank you. Committee member Fox. Also one of the factors that play normally in the urban mixed use, the height can go beyond 45 feet without any special considerations, but because this site is in proximity to single-family residential development, then we take a closer look at that 45-foot height limit as it relates to the residential, and that is really the, what's triggering the CUP for the additional height. And is the FAR calculated just for this portion of the overall site? Um, that's proposed to change, or is it the hotel and the office buildings? No. So just, it's just that? Just this okay. five-acre site. Okay. Um, and the fact that the parking structure is for the office building, which is a different parcel that may be why the height and the FAR are sort of an odd mix. Yeah. Well, know. that parking structure wouldn't be <clears throat> counted in the FAR anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I had a question questions about the parking structure um, and let me know if this is better directed to the applicant. Sure. But the, um, uh, we're seeing some details on the um, light fixtures, for example, on sheet L5, um, but it's on the same sheet as the mixed-use building. So I'm wondering if those are, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got allergies today. Um, if those light fixtures are the same ones that are going to be used in the standalone parking structure. <clears throat> I think we should double check with the okay. applicant with that. All right. I'll, I'll save my I, other questions um, yes. as well for, for them. Um, but as a prelude, they have to do with the fact that we aren't seeing a lot of architectural details for that standalone parking structure. I found cross-sections. I found a plan view. And... Um, renderings that are 
um, very low resolution, um, I guess you'd say. So I'll have more to say about that later. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Anything else for staff? Okay, I think we will ask the applicant if they'd like to come forward and make a presentation. Um, I think a couple questions have been asked that you might want to focus in on a little bit. Um, I myself also have some questions about the parking structure and its kind of appearance and so forth, um, and as well as landscaping. I'm guessing we're also going to have some landscape questions, um, so it may not be bad if the landscape architect is here to also kind of give an overview of the landscape concept and how it was approached. So, If, if I may interrupt just for one moment, yep. on sheet A1.051, it actually shows the light fixtures used in the two-story open parking structure. I'm sorry, the sheet again? A1.051. Thank you. Okay. Is that the only place we have those materials? Because we didn't get those materials in the submittal. In the box over here, there's no brick or. Okay. All right. A little clarification. Thank you. Right ahead. Okay. Thank you. The committee, uh, thank you, Monique, for the introduction. My name is Scott Levy. I'm with Streetlights Residential, uh, based in San Diego. Uh, with me tonight, I have our lead architect, uh, Fazal Khan, out of Dallas, our Dallas office, which is also corporate headquarters. Uh, I have our landscape architect, Rob Streza, out of Carlsbad with GMP. And then I have our civil engineer in the blue shirt in the back, Michael Lepore with Kimberly Horn. Um, regarding the project, we, we started this project a little over two years ago uh, with our partners, Granite Properties, who owns the office park there. Um, while it's on my mind to answer that earlier question, the, the tallest of those three buildings in OCS, is the office park name, is a seven story, so it'd be two additional stories higher than us, and then the other two on that circle would be one less. So we wouldn't be the tallest building in, in the complex, but we wouldn't be the shortest. Um, I believe we made our first submittal uh, March of last year and have been working with the city uh, since then. Uh, we as a company are a very design-driven company. The majority of our staff are designers, architects, interior designers. Uh, we take a lot of pride in our design, but that being said, we're, we're not perfect, so welcome any new input, and uh, hopefully we can answer some questions. Uh, I can probably help you more on the history of the project, um, and then the rest of my consulting team, if we want to kind of get into the weeds on landscape, they know it better than I do. So I'll, I'll maybe pointing back a little bit, but uh, if there's additional questions. Uh, the, the trees, uh, we are adding new trees, and like, Monique said, I think it's uh, two by two squares. Um, the lighting that's up on here, we will try and uh, keep uniform lighting throughout the development uh, that works from a, a finished product standpoint. You want uniformity, but also just cost standpoint, it makes sense when you're buying in bulk. So uh, we, for the garage, it's more of the bollard style. Uh, I don't 
think we have many of the other ones, except maybe the tree uplight. We have a few new trees there. But for the most part, the light fixtures you see there are going to be exclusive to the mixed-use development. Um, overall, uh, the project, we have the fitness center on the northwest corner closest to the office park. It's going to be a large fitness center, for, particularly for this many units, so that'll be a nice luxury. Um, we definitely want to bring a new energy to the hike and bike trail, the Santa Ana River Trail. We're excited about being that close to it, so we're really incorporating a lot of cycling amenities into the building. Uh, there'll be a bike lounge and there'll just uh, other aspects of the interior design. Um, and bike lockers and things like that, amenities. And we plan on hosting things on that trail, uh, advertising with races and stuff like that. So hopefully we can kind of bring a new energy and we, we like having that close proximity there. So uh, as much as we can incorporate our design and let our future residents incorporate that amenity, that's such great amenity to the area. Um, regarding the wall, I did just get uh, off the presses, some, some newer renderings that give a little more detail as far as heights on that wall. Um, do you happen to have that rendering that I sent you that's kind of an aerial look? I think that would help illustrate. Uh, yeah, I'll give you all three. Because we have this. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be it. Thank you, So I'll kind of shift it around a little bit with the mic, but okay, here we go. So so this is just uh, north of the intersection. Um, we will be upgraded upgraded uh, linear pavers as you walk into the the leasing area off of Garden Grove. Uh, there will be some large lettering for the signage on the, the corner there. Uh, that dimension that you were looking at earlier, that close three feet proximity, that was to the property line, so the, the sidewalk's actually a lot farther out. Um, what you see here is that 10-foot that dimension. That's where it's, the wall's at its greatest, uh, and that has to do with the pool. We had to elevate the pool a little bit, uh, so it's already elevated. Uh, five feet off the ground for that whole pool deck area, and then the pool itself is slightly elevated, and that's to meet the uh, clearance requirements underneath it, which is the parking garage. Uh, so we understand that, that that wall is very visible along the city drive, so we want to do an upgraded feature, uh, which is why you see that board form concrete to give it that wood look. Uh, the hedges there, we actually, and they should, when fully grown, be a lot thicker and taller. Well, the thickness there is pretty much shown, but taller. Um, and then actually Rob can elaborate a little bit more on that. So uh, as a pedestrian would be walking, you would get kind of a staggered wall through the majority of our side there. Um, let's see, I have a dimension on another sheet here. The, the, the pool length in the middle, where it's at its most extreme, is 60 feet long. Uh, the wall itself is a total of 250 uh, from its beginning to end. But as you can see, uh, right next to that number one, 
uh, it does die out before it gets to that corner. So you're back at grade for that whole intersection area. Um, I'm trying to remember if there was other comments that I forgot. Was there additional questions? I can answer at this time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Do, uh, do you have any architectural rendings for the standalone parking garage? The the detail you gave us on <clears throat> on the mixed use building is spot on. It's lovely. It's it's beautifully detailed. You've got tons of detailed renderings, um, but I just I'm not getting a good sense of what that yeah that we parking did. garage is going to look like aesthetically, and and it's got almost the same frontage as the mixed use project. It, uh, building itself, um, it's a pretty long frontage there along Garden Grove Boulevard. Yeah, early in the architectural <coughs> set, yeah, you'll see uh, from the Garden Grove rendering. Uh, so here, it's kind of masked here. We can, I have another one where the landscape is frozen where you can see that. But if you're familiar with this office complex, there's another garage behind the seven-story building, 770 on the west side of it. And that's essentially um, the motivation for this. It's also got the brick cladding that matches the office building. So it's going to be very similar to that garage that's there. All right, thank you. And just for clarification, uh, that garage isn't actually needed to meet parking requirements. Uh, the city lowered its, its parking requirement from four per thousand to three per thousand. This is purely uh, an owner-driven construction. Uh, they, they like that it screens the park and kind of brings the interior courtyards kind of more privacy. Um, and then it also gives a uh, covered parking additional amenity for that building 770. So, so perhaps staff could show us the, the, if you're matching the existing parking structure, what that context looks like that's existing on the site. That would be helpful. I think. Yeah. It, uh, Google street view. I know the, they did a street view where you can actually, the one on the west side there, you can drop the, the little guy in right in the middle of the parking lot. And yeah. So if you turn. No, nope. you had it before. Uh, if you keep going to the. See the existing. It's back there. Yeah, it's, it's that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> So I did notice the detailing on that building. The columns have a strange column cap. I'm hoping that maybe your your design we, will not include that, or are you going to match that? No, we do have different column spacing. The the owner doesn't like when you have columns kind of adjacent to parking stalls. Felt like that's wasted stalls. Yeah. So uh, you'll see different column spacing where we actually have striping. So it's full i'm more concerned about the detailing of the cap of the column would it also match this where you have oh this? i see what you're saying um i'm not positive on that i didn't see it in your rendering but i wasn't sure that was it was uh, very schematic the rendering. you know sorry you have to come forward to the microphone and please <clears throat> start by giving us your name and your relationship to the project and it might be, excuse me, it might be helpful to have your whole staff ready up sit, at the front. Sit up, okay. come on in closer. And for, <laughs> for anyone who speaks, we'll need you to fill out a speaker card. It's, go ahead, it's fine to go ahead and speak and then fill it out afterwards. Uh, but just give it down here to our admin assistants. Thank you. Uh, my, my apologies. Uh, my name is Fazil Khan. I am the project architect. Uh, 
Uh, with respect to our garage, uh, the columns themselves, uh, the general detailing is pretty simple. Um, our columns are just essentially concrete columns. They're inset. Um, and then we have, we're relying on the screening outside. There's not a, the garage itself, there's not a lot of mass to it mm -hmm. because uh, the portion that's clad with the brick is, is elevated. And then below it's essentially open. Yeah. So as, as the garage goes a little bit under grade, there's a wall that buffers it and that's clad with brick, but otherwise it's just the elevated portion that's the most visible. Then you have the planting buffer and the columns are set back further inside. And then at the moment, they're essentially just concrete columns okay. um, finished with the architectural, uh, a smooth architectural finish. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I would like to ask about the street trees. I don't know if the um, landscape architect can uh, address that. Can you can you just explain what's uh, what you're planning for uh, street trees? Because I noticed when I was out there, there are hardly any existing, and the and the tree wells are cramped. <laughs> I would say. Good good evening, uh, council member. Or I mean, sorry, committee members. Um, my name is Rob Streza. Uh, GMP Landscape Architects. Uh, I'm the uh, principal at the firm. We're out of Carlsbad, California. But <clears throat> to answer your question about the street trees, we actually contacted the city arborist, and he gave us direction to um, include new uh, Brisbane box trees along the street frontage because that was the direction that he wanted to go in. And then going forward, he also gave us direction to include new two by two squares for each of the trees. So that's kind of what we're showing. And that's the direction that we're going with. So the, so the two by two <clears throat> square tree wells is larger than what's existing. Um, I think it's the same size. Actually. I think it's the same size. Yeah. Two by two. That's this big. Tiny. It's pretty small. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, okay. I'll have to verify if it was actually two by two or three by three, but that's kind of what it rings. Okay, because I, I, I noticed that uh, one, of, one of the trees that's, that is <clears throat> doing better than, than some of the ones uh, that are not doing very well has lifted the concrete in that area and would, do, uh, would indicate that it probably needs a bigger area. Are you, in, are you planning on uh, including tree grades? There is no tree grades proposed. Typically, to prevent the lifting of the sidewalk, we'll include... Uh, tree root barriers that kind of force the roots downwards instead of underneath the concrete. And that's and are you typically proposed, yes. Proposing that, yeah. but not tree grades. Correct. Uh, okay, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And while we're on <clears throat> that, staff, could you verify the width of the public right-of-way sidewalk there? Uh, seven and a half feet. The sidewalk itself? That's correct. Thank you. Other questions for the... Hmm. So how would you be able to find out how big the holes are? You said two by two, but maybe three. Do you have access to that information tonight? I do not, but okay. I, there is enough room to provide a three by three because if it's seven, uh, yeah. seven and a half, yeah. then we can easily put it three by three because that allows 
four and a half feet. Because I'm trying to figure out how, passage how a 48-inch box tree is going to get into it. It's a 24-inch box. Oh, I thought I thought I heard someone say it was 48-inch box. Okay. 24 inch box. And they're going to slide into a 24 inch square hole. They're 24 inch box. Okay. Sorry, I misheard. <clears throat> With a 24 inch opening. Yeah, I don't think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So while we're on that subject of landscaping that area, I'm presuming that you did not provide any trees buffering trees on the property. If we could just slide that up just a bit, Monique, because of the footings of the parking structure. Correct. You're talking about on the north side of the parking structure? South side. On the south side, there's a, I believe that there's an easement, and then there's also a bunch of utilities that are right in that right-of-way right there, and that's what prevented us there's existing utilities all in there, and that's kind of what prevented us from adding a bunch of trees in there. Yeah, the rendering does show some trees in there, but the landscape... There's, there's existing trees. You can see them kind of screened with the, the cloud right there. Oh, and those will remain? We're, we are hoping to keep those there, yes. Even though that they're in the utility easement. Okay, so now I see, okay, now I'm understanding a little bit better. So there are three with <coughs> X's that you've called out for removal. Correct. But I didn't see that there were remaining trees. But you're not able to confirm fully that those will remain, is that correct? There, you can see it on the screenshot. There's the three trees right there. Those were too close to the, the structure, parking garage, so we're proposing to remove those. The other ones that are out there, we're hoping to, to retain. Okay, could we move just a little further down? <clears throat> I'll, I'll be real frank, with the, the use, the adjacent use, and we're putting a parking structure quite close, right? Um, and how well is it going to be screened. I, I have concern for the whole project in terms of the, the trees, in terms of their relationship to the size of the building, but particularly where I think the most sensitive interface mm -hmm. happens, um, I'm going to say, is the concrete wall along the pedestrian walkway and then also the parking structure that's going in here. Um, <clears throat> So it would be very helpful for me to have an understanding um, yeah, the, that we have, we have I, I guess <clears throat> I'm just, I'm a little confused by hearing that we can't put trees there because of easements and utilities, except there are trees there, but we don't know if those trees are going to stay. So that, that's where I'm left with the question. There's, on the, the south side of the garage, there's three that we're removing because there are two, because they're their canopies extend into the garage, and that's why they're removed. And then there's three to the east of that, which we're proposing to, to retain because those canopies do not um, conflict with the new addition of the garage. Mm -hmm. And those are more toward the west end, the ones we're looking at, is that correct? I think it's these right here. Yeah, it's those trees right there. 
These are the ones that are coming out. Um, I, I actually, just understood I think those the canopies would not conflict. Right those are the ones that are going to remain. I think it's these three. Yeah, so these are further to the east. And then there are three, yeah, then. Those are the ones that are, we're yeah. trying to retain. Okay, and then the and next then three. If you, if you go down to the left, the, there's the three west, more down there more. that are going to be too close. Yeah. Those three are going to be too close to the garage. Correct, understood. So those are the ones that have the big X's through it. What's the spread of the footing on that garage? We need that on microphone. 36, I'll repeat it. 30, 36 inches beyond the face of the building. Or believe so. believe so. I don't have our structural here tonight. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, I, uh, I don't know exactly offhand because I don't have the structural drawings, but uh, they're, we're trying to keep them inboard, not because of the easement that's running along the south edge of the garage. So they're actually going to be more inboard uh, of, under the garage itself as opposed to going out to the sidewalk. So in, those existing trees are already in an easement. So uh, uh, presuming, I guess, if, as long as the utility company doesn't have any issues with them, we, we can't go in the easement. So we wouldn't be building in or doing anything to basically take okay, approve so, them. So a question I have here, there's a, a very slight berm and then parking. Is your anticipation that the face of the building will be more or less where that existing curb is? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much pushed up against that edge, that is correct. And then we'll come 36 inches toward the street with that footing. Away from the street, because no. the easement is to the south of our, is, is towards the street, right? So we have to stay out of the easement with our structure. Okay, so the footing is going to be like a property line footing in a way. It's Inbound. going to all go in. in yeah. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So the, you don't anticipate the footing will project beyond that is, that is correct. the face of that the That is building. correct, because if okay. it projected beyond, okay. we'd be in the easement. Okay. So okay. I understood that differently. Thank you for the clarification. Um, any other questions? We've kind of gone into questions. I, I did not ask for public comment, but I don't see anyone here other than the project team. So I think if we have more questions, we can go ahead and move right into those beyond what we've already. We might need to discuss a little bit and then. Yeah, I think there's some discussion and it might lead to yeah. some more questions. Yeah, okay, thank you. So it sounds like you can have a seat for now. We'll discuss a little yeah, bit and then we'll probably have some questions for you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, Anyone like to go first with discussion, I'll, I'll questions, comments? Go ahead. I'd then. be happy to go. Go ahead. Um, well, I want to commend the team on a, a fairly thorough package. Uh, we're missing a couple things like the bricks on the parking structure, but it's um, since they're to match the existing building, that's a visual that we could see, so that's helpful. Um, I do, I do think that the design in general is um, interesting and well articulated and nicely designed. And I think um, the, the, 
the fact that it steps a little bit lower towards the residential to the south is helpful. I know it's a wide street, so that in, in consideration as well. Um, especially given that the the zoning for this site is actually um, quite a bit more dense. In a way, you're sort of piling up the density or the massing up against the busy streets, and you're, it's not fanning out adjacent to the residences as much and keeping that as a lower parking structure, I think is a, I actually think it's a fairly smart use of the site. I was quite surprised when I drove back behind the building and saw that parking structure back there. I'm like, wow, this, this is probably what they're intending. And it's, it has a, a fairly light feel to it being so open. And, um, but that also means that maybe headlights and things aren't screened, you know, there's no walls to stop the lighting. And so that part might impact the, the residential, which is of course not, if they're not fronting that street. Um, so, so they have, you know, walls in the backyards there too. So I think that in general, I think it's a, it's a reasonable project for this site and um, an interesting integration of housing into this use, which I think, yeah, makes for a truly mixed-use site. Um, I, I, I do have some concerns, and they're mostly in the areas that we've been kind of asking questions about. Uh, the articulation on the wall that faces the city drive, I think, is definitely a concern. You know, when I pull the drawings out and look at them, to start with, I don't read the staff report yet. I just kind of want to just to get a feel for what's going on. And I, my first inclination was, oh, that's a, that's a lot of wall facing the main street. Um, and so then, then when I dig into the project and see that there is concern from staff on that too, that I'm, I'm, I'm also wanting to see some mitigating um, factors there. So in general, um, that my feedback on that wall is that there might be some way to articulate the massing a little bit differently because there are areas where it's different heights and even in your own renderings that you guys presented where the where the walls do change a lot in height maybe there's a a slight relief since there's if the five foot setback that obviously is where the building is down below but maybe to add some thickness to that wall and I know that would encroach closer to the sidewalk but I would rather see some articulation in that plane in this um, so that there's some vertical planes that actually offset from each other, maybe in different parts of that wall. I, that would be feedback I would give. Um, I would prefer to see that even if it does make that five foot buffer less because in fact, the height limits and zoning for this site would allow a 45 foot high wall right at the back of walk. So, I mean, I know that's, what zoning is, and they're actually encouraging you to be closer to the street in the fact that they have a 10 foot maximum setback and no minimum. So in my mind, I feel as though sacrificing six inches or something so that that wall can have some articulation and maybe some difference in materials to help break it up as it goes down the walk, I, would, I think that's important. I, I actually think the site planning of creating a building that looks more like a series of towers at, 
from the city drive instead of a long blank wall facing the city drive. You do have some longer walls, but they actually face internally to the site. Um, I think that the things that, that are seen from street view are actually um, help to mitigate the height of the building for me is that the massing is broken up that way. Um, <clears throat> if that makes any sense. Um, but I definitely think there's something has to happen on that, that east wall, and I was very happy to get the additional renderings and knowing that that is still sounds like a work in progress and that there's some, um, some movement in that direction to articulate that better. Um, I'd say there was another issue. Um, as far as the feedback on the administrative adjustment for the open space, I am pleased to see that the private open space exceeds the amount that you're allowed to calculate in for open space um, so that you are creating spaces for these people um, on an individual level that way. And I think that helps to mitigate that in my mind, as does the fact that there's 18 amenities on the site where nine are required. And one of those amenities is a fitness facility and that's an indoor space that I don't think counts towards any of these calculations. Oh, it does count already? The indoor fitness space? Yes. It's already calculated? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I see. I thought, okay, well that helps to make up for lack of outdoor. Because the outdoor spaces are pretty minimal. Um, the, the courtyard <clears throat> that's completely enclosed by buildings is especially small, I think considering how deep it is. I think it's six stories. Oh, it's on the podium. So does that make it six stories on the north side and then it's five stories on the south and east and west sides? Is that right? It's, it's five stories uh, at that oh, all around. point, yes. Uh, so the only six story is, is on, on the, the opposite retail side of the corridor? Yes, on the retail side, on the north side of okay. the building. That's technically six stories. Okay. Yeah, so I, I do have concerns about how effective that is um, as an open space. And, and as to the, um, the garage, I'm also concerned about the screening to the south and that there's so minimal minimal amount of stuff that can be done with trees. I feel like by choosing to put the parking structure so close to the easement, it's cut off that ability to provide screening for it. And so I, I do have some concerns about that placement. Others might bring up points that I might weigh in on as well, okay. but that's what I have. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Anyone else like to go next? Okay, go ahead. Yes, I would agree with um, what you had to say, Committee Member Fox. I also find this project to be essentially uh, appropriate and compatible and a, an interesting design. I only have a few areas of, of concern. Um, and one area that I'd be interested in what others 
have to say is with materials, this could just be my own personal opinion, but the, uh, I find the, the, the decorative applied stone of that sm small scale to look um, somewhat inappropriate at really tall heights. Uh, it's something that I don't, it, it makes me, uh, it just gives me an uneasy feeling to see it on four, you know, four stories of it. And I wonder if it should be confined to, to the lower stories. Otherwise, I think that the, um, the color scheme uh, is, is, very, is, is very appropriate and uh, compatible. I, I like the way that that's been executed. Um, and I like the texture of the, of the project. I agree that the uh, podium wall, the concrete wall, is really uh, brutal. And it, it, undulation would help it immensely because right now it's completely dependent on landscaping to to really let it let it exist. It, it just can't fly the way the way that it is. So um, I, I agree that some niches or undulation in the wall plane, it, it, architecturally, something has to happen. It can't just be plantings that make that work. It's just too large an expanse um, to be done with with landscape. Uh, and then my other concerns are with the street trees. Uh, the existing street trees are just so sad and pathetic. And this is supposed to be a um, an enhanced pedestrian environment. So I think that the the tree wells need to be maximized uh, to give these street trees the best chance. I also think the tree grates are much more pedestrian friendly than not having them. Even though they're not required, I think it would be a good idea uh, to have them. Uh, and you notice in this neighborhood that the most successful trees are the ones that are in the landscape buffers, not the ones that are in tiny little, tiny little places in the, in the sidewalk. So those, those are my areas of concern. But overall, I think it's, it's a, a nicely designed project. Thank you. Uh, I would likewise echo um, the comments that my colleagues have already made. I think it's a quite a handsome design. Um, as I said earlier, I'm a little bit concerned with that really long um, face, long Garden Grove Boulevard of the parking structure, um, particularly because it has so little screening to it, and the screening that you're proposing is all very low. Um, uh, I believe it's all two feet tall or less, which doesn't really screen a building of that of that scale. Um, and I certainly like the architectural design of your mixed-use building much better than the parking garage itself. But I understand the parking garage goes is, is to provide parking for the um, office buildings that are on the other parts of the property. And so it makes sense that the, the architecture would match that. So, so I'm, I'm ultimately okay with it. Um, I agree very much with the... Um, comments on the street trees. Um, if it really is an enhanced um, both pedestrian and bicycle area, it would be um, much better for the trees, for them to be in larger wells and have tree grates to protect those roots. 
um, from both feet and um, um, uh, bicycles and whatnot. Um, I also have to agree with the wall along City Drive. Um, and I noticed that you've got, I believe it's actually two panels of artwork that are on that northeast most um, sort of tower element of the mixed-use project. And I'm wondering if there might be some way to incorporate that along that wall or at least along the wall um, where it's at the 10-foot height so that um, you're not only breaking up that long expanse. Yeah, you see there. Um, so I th it looks like it's on the, the south-facing part of that building, and then there's another rendering that makes it look like it's on the east-facing as well. So I think that that same graphic, um, it, it's a very um, tall, yeah, on both sides of that corner, in essence, um, uh, it's a, it's a tall, um, narrow graphic, and the wall is obviously the opposite <laughs> shape, but there may be an opportunity there to break up that wall and um, add a little more interest for that biggest um, and tallest um, component of the wall by incorporating um, either that art or the lettering. And I understand why you want the you know, you're proposing to come back to us um, on signage with this large lettering, but that also would help break up that wall if it were, if it were placed um, uh, on the east-facing wall along where the pool area is. So those would be my comments. And, and with respect to the, um, to the open space, um, I think you're very close to what the target is. Um, and while we would always like to see those targets hit and even exceeded, um, I think that overall the project achieves a decent balance um, um, and fairly decent screening on uh, the majority of the project. Okay. Um, I too would concur that I agree with all of the comments that my colleagues have made um, this evening. I think that the, the architecture is really nice. Um, there are a lot of these mid-high-rise uh, apartment buildings going up all over around us. Uh, some are more successful than others. Um, more often, I find, I think, the, the, the more they are designed, they're not necessarily better. I think that this one has just the right amount of restraint to keep it a, a, a nice composition. And, I, and so I'm, I'm very happy with the, the architecture. <clears throat> and before we go on to site things, um, site matters. Uh, in terms of the architecture, the only uh, comment I have is that I also agree about the appropriate, appropriateness of the stone cladding, the scale of it. Um, to me, does not seem appropriate for the stories of height that's being used here. Um, so I would I would suggest that we maybe reconsider that. Um, and I, you know, I appreciate trying to um, put some kind of an enhanced finish on there, but it, it seems like a peculiar uh, 
finish, uh, in my opinion, for a wall of such height. Um, so moving on to site issues, um, I'll make some comments and then I, I guess I'll finish with one last question. Um, you know, I think the layout of the the massing on the site um, is 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 done, you know, fairly well. In terms of the amenities, I have some reservations about how successful they will be. A pool on a north side of a building is always problematic due to the shade, especially when it's this many stories. I also um, I'm not convinced that the courtyard um, light well will serve as much of a light well. Um, there are a, it's, it's very, very narrow for the height. Um, it also has a lot of balconies which are then adjacent to neighboring bedroom windows, which I, I question how much they will get used. Um, then there are also a number of balconies that as soon as you step onto it in immediate view and very close proximity, 15, 20 feet, you have several bedroom windows of, of neighboring apartments. So I really wonder how, I, I, I just think what that leads to is blinds that are closed all the time and people not feeling that that space is their own private space to go out onto it um, because then they feel like all the eyes are on them. So I'm not sure in terms of amenities that it's the direction that I would have gone, but it's not enough, uh, you know, it's, it's your product, so I'll, I'll leave it to you. I have a lot of doubt that we're going to have very successful landscaping um, five stories down on such a narrow, narrow shaft. But, um, you know, again, it's, I'll, I'll leave that with you. The... Bigger site concerns that I have are, well, first, staff, um, could you confirm the street trees, are those counted in the tree count for this project? No. They're aside from it. Okay. Um, I'm disappointed that for a building of this size, we don't have some taller stature trees. Uh, it is more of an urban development, so I'm a, a little more open to that, but... Particularly, I have concerned the image in the lower left where there appears to be artwork out toward the street. There's a very, very large blank wall there. And the landscape plan does call for, I think you termed it as a vertical accent tree. So if I could ask the landscape architect to come back um, I didn't happen to look up either one of these that I'm not familiar with. <clears throat> not familiar with common or Latin. So could you share what these vertical <clears throat> accent trees are, what the Thumb. anticipated height is so that I can have a sense of... It's just that's a very prompt... Oh, actually go back to that rendering there. It's a very prominent wall, um, and whether it's blank or it has it's an enhanced material or it has artwork, 
I, I think it's it's important in this location because of the the <clears throat> sort of magnitude of this wall. So if you could talk about the planting there a little bit. Yeah, the, the planting there along that wall. Uh, what we intend to do is that there's a five foot planter between the wall and the sidewalk. So first, um, along the wall, there, and we intend to provide a ligustrum hedge, which ends up being like four feet tall, maybe five foot tall at mature height. And I'll create a, basically a foundation shrub, mm -hmm. just, just green. And then behind that, along the wall, we intend to use both um, vines, which are gonna be a combination of ficus pumila and then uh, bougainvillea. So the bougainvillea is gonna give some nice red pop and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's what you can see there in the, uh, the rendering. So then the, the, that tends to go dormant also. And so it'll, the flowers will lose, but then the ficus pumila is intended to, to grow up and be green and just green up that whole wall over time. And then in the foreground, just in front of that uh, ligustrum hedge and right behind the sidewalk, we intend, intend to use a, a plant called Dianella. It's kind of a more of a strappy leaf plant and it has a, Variegated leaves are uh, green and white to kind of give it some um, brighten up the, that space and give it some uh, character for that space. And then right along the street frontage is where we plan to use that uh, the Brisbane box, which was the direction from the, the city arborist. And so that's going to give that vertica verticality there. And then um, I believe every 30 feet and um, is the, the street trees. And then in between there, we also uh, plan on using, uh, you can see it in there, um, it's called Dracaena marginata. Um, that's, uh, we plan to use that in between the street trees so that if you're looking at it from the side that you're gonna see all these vertical elements as, as you go along. So you, you have those on your plant palette, there are photos correct, of them correct. right, right there's, here. There's, in the very back uh, sheets L8 and L9, this is helpful. We have we have all the plant material on there, and then we were talking about um, you had asked about the the vertical accent trees. So the Melaleuca, there's a picture. Yeah, I'm sorry, there. I did okay. not think to look. Okay, and then it probably gets maybe 30, 30 feet, and it tends to be a little bit more narrow. So it might be fifteen foot wide by thirty foot tall. And is that then placed, what's placed in the corner, like where the art, near where the art wall is? I think the wall that my colleague was concerned well, about is the seven story or the. Yeah, it, it, it was, but I'm glad you actually provided that. So that was a happy accident. I'm glad you went okay. ahead and shared that. So yeah, it's the, the tall, full height wall of the building. Mm. So that's a paper bark. Correct. And then the other one you have listed. The Shufflera. And that's. It's broader. The Schifflera, I mean, that one's broad, but it, it tends to, uh, depending on how you prune it and stuff, it can, it can be pruned up so it stays more vertical. And that's the intent. How tall does a Schifflera get? I thought it was a house plant. <laughs> there's there's uh, different varieties of Schifflera, but there, there is a house plant. Okay. But there is uh, the Hawaiian elf Schifflera, that um, it's also called a tupidanthus, which is more the outdoor variety that you'll see. Yeah, and so that might be around 
20, 25 feet tall. And the Brisbane box, that will get fairly tall. Oh, yes. That is related to the eucalyptus, and that one gets pretty tall. And I would say right around 30 feet also. Oh, okay. But in a, in a three-foot square right. of irrigation? Yeah. Right. Because, like, we saw the trees mm. that are out there. Most of them look like they're dead. I know it's off-season, but they mm. don't look like they're alive. I believe the, the ones street. that are existing are crepe myrtles out there, and... They're, they do not look good. And it might be because lack of maintenance. I don't know if the irrigation's working or not. Um, I can't say. Yeah. Okay, and the height of that facade there is, that's the highest portion of the building, correct? Where you have those art panels. Uh, that's correct. That's the highest portion of the building uh, at that point in time. Six stories. Which is 45 or so feet? No, no, no. It's uh, taller? Uh, no, it's about six 72. stories. So oh, it's, oh. uh, I want to say, closer to 70 feet or so, okay. maybe, uh, from the ground. Yeah, so actually, I think the, the dimensions to the left there, it shows okay. us about where, you know, 20, 30 feet is. Um, I just have some concern about a very large wall that's not really um, articulated, which if that were the style of the building, then, you know, I, I might, um, you know, if this were a slab building or something, I might feel different, but it just kind of feels like, you know, this is form following function too much, perhaps. Um, You're right talking there. about that just to the left of the yes. artwork, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, yes. I, I, yeah, I think, um, so we, we chose to look at the artwork because we felt that was more prominent at that point in time, whereas that is more of the inside edge. However, considering we are looking at the street view, um, I think I do see the mass. Uh, there's a language we do have set on the building in, in terms of breaking up the massing with the hard uh, with the, with the fiber cement boards, mm -hmm. and um, I think if we just do a similar treatment over there, that would probably successfully break it up while at the same time fitting in with the general architecture of the building itself. It wouldn't look out of place. Um, I think that might be. I uh, do, I'm looking you, at the plan, and, and behind that wall is, is is an elevator, but there's also a stair. This, is that's there, yes, that's our it, stair. Is it uh, possible so, to put windows in the stair and? Um, no, because uh, uh, because of the where sort of the stair landings end up, and uh, also code <laughs> requirements in terms yeah, of fire yeah. ratings. Fire rating. I yeah, so uh, the windows will probably not be uh, ideal, mm -hmm. but I think uh, using the similar language to break it up, we, that should help break that mass up. While at the same time, it, it, it's the same language that's around the entirety of the building. So I think it should. Except now the, the brown only occurs between window. It's not really used as a, in the way that you're talking like elsewhere in the building. Right now it has a very specific right. delineation between the stories at where the windows occur. Okay. I actually think a couple of Washingtonian robustas. Well, that's and, but, but I was looking at the floor plan. Um, I know there's a parking structure below. So there's absolutely nothing planted against that. 
Um, nothing tall enough because of the structural uh, limitations of it. I, I don't think we could really plant anything on the podium that would gain sufficient height to be able to, well, I'm not exactly landscape architect. Well, below that in the basement is a fan room. Is there a way to carve out a little something to get us some planner in there for? Or, or even for, if it builds up, right? Yeah, you raise yeah. a planner. We, we've done that over at Chapman. We've talked about that under, they've, Chapman has put um, some parking structure pretty much pretty close to the sidewalk in a residential neighborhood. And then that setback, they just raised up planners to plant big trees on top of that podium. So it, um, it seems like something in there that you could get. I know, I know, I really like how you've done different types of trees around this building and that the really animated, um, is that Garden Grove Boulevard? Is that what it's called, City Drive? I think so. The side street, yeah. It has, has the palms and it's, it's all at ground level and it kind of has a, a, I think it's a great pedestrian treatment to that side of the building. Maybe, I know Washingtonian Robustus just grows so darn tall that maybe just three of those against that, that facade would, if you could yeah. find a way to make them grow. Yeah, well, I can take a look at that to see if we can fit some in there. I'll just have to take a look to on the site plan. To it's see not like it's over in. a parking space. It's over a fan room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, the, I, I would like to add that the fan room is required by code to get all I the CEO out of there. So, um, oh, I understand. I mean, sometimes there's the configuration the weight of the has trees itself. So, um, you know, I, I don't. Yeah. Necessarily, no. We never looked into it. I, I guess so I can't say yes or no either way. <laughs> so I just want to. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the one weakness on the whole design. That, that's and, you that's know, exactly I kind of, my... When I look at this design, I'm reminded of a lot of the high-rise, the higher-rise Irving Gill things. I know you guys are from San Diego, but Hillcrest has buildings kind of that feel like this that Gill did, where he has the heavily wood-stained like, yeah. top story and then maybe yeah. two stories below that that aren't... And I think also Gill did a lot of blank walls. You know, it was part of the composition... Um, so I'm not so much against the blank wall, but thinking that if there is a three palms. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I, again, I want to commend you for the facades, mm -hmm. as we have already, because there is something very elegant about the proportion of window to wall, the dark story on top, mm -hmm. the you know banking of windows. It's done very, very well. Mm -hmm. There's this one place of the part of the building, and unfortunately, it's the part that you know comes out close, you know, jumps yeah. out to it the street. Feels like a back, and it's at the front. That it yeah. looks, yeah, it definitely looks like a B side to the building, which it is. It's the elevator and um, stair, and I think there's a number of ways to resolve it. Um, but I agree with you. Three enormously tall palm trees there you know it's it's kind of the way we handled these slab buildings yeah. back in the 60s right is yeah. just in california using these enormous palms to kind of animate that facade a little bit and i you know that sort of celebrates the flatness of the wall to have those trees in front of it so that's one approach or like you were saying articulate the wall somehow but i just think that that prominent of a feature it's kind of the nose of the building sticking out that then it, it's kind of a b-side of the building um, so that that would be my um, biggest comment um, I, I do wish we had more 
I, I wish that this project did not rely so much on street trees. Um, but at the same time, I see this as more of an urban development. Uh, and so I, I kind of accept where that is. Um, just so you kind of understand where we come from with the parking structures, and particularly myself, I'm also always very, and we as a body are quite sensitive to the way those are lit inside and what that means at the street and across the street. And without having better architectural uh, renderings, elevations, that sort of thing, it's a little, we, we kind of have to guess. Um, so that, that's, I guess, one place that I'm feeling a little uh, well, unsure just because I don't have the information. One, one plus is that being only one story. It's one story, correct. That the, it's, it's when we have a three-story parking structure and we can look up and see all the LED, all the, the linear fixtures lined up in there and they're glary. Um, it's a little helpful being one story. I don't even recall when I went out to see that other parking structure being impacted by the lighting, but it wasn't dark when I went. Yeah, and this is quite open is why I'm... I mean, mm -hmm. it is. Right? Yeah, That's nothing. the way I'm understanding it yeah. anyway. Um, so I, I just wanted to share that, that that's one area that we often have concerns. And so it would have been helpful for us to have a little more. I'm trying to find the lighting diagram. The, um, oh, yeah. It's, is I that at the very it. end or is it in the No, it's, it's in the middle here. E right here. Here, just take mine. Down to so it's implying yeah. the highest numbers are actually at the perimeter. So it's implying that, or no, not quite right at the perimeter. Kind of depends where you're at. Yeah. Where are the light fixtures located in the parking structure in the ceiling? But I mean, how far? Like, are they are they like right over the center of the cars or in the drive aisle? Like, where do you know? I'm trying to read it through your um, your photometrics, but it seems like they're like right over the cars. Yeah, he, uh, we have him. The microphone, please. Microphone. Yeah, you have to come forward to the microphone, please. Uh, bad. Bad habit. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they're over the cars. At the, so okay. at the parking, I guess I would say, centered on the parking stalls. Uh, and if there's a lift. Is there a is there a, a drop in the facade that's not is it flush with the ceiling or does it drop a little bit? Um, I, I I see what you're getting at. At the moment, I don't think there is a substantial enough lip that would necessarily block okay. block the light. So um, yeah, if there was something that if we just dropped at 18 yeah. inches or something, even that would. Uh, prevent sort of that light leaking out. Would there be room to drop that a foot, like on the outside? That, um, no. Yeah, I, I, I think that should be pretty straightforward to do that, to just create that lip, because it would be part of the structure. It's, it's all concrete, yeah. so yeah. We, we would just be able to pour that uh, in, into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think as a one-story building, I'm not... It's not as It's bad. just that one line there. Yeah. Um, and granted, there's lights on top, I get that, but... I find almost more disturbing. Are you done here? Yes. I find almost more disturbing is, you know, this field of 
Yeah, there's usually often not the highest quality lighting that you see just the whole thing in one shot. I understand. I I think there's also some restrictions on the the color temperature of the light itself, probably stemming from the same concerns. So that should also help that. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're. But we can definitely do the lip to help to addressing that. that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, I think that is all of my comments. I, I would agree very much that the tree wells need to be larger. Um, and that grates would be appropriate. So, I mean, I guess we could condition that. Of course, that's public works because there are trees, there are wells. So, um, but it's part well, it is part of the scope of the project for them to install them. So if we want to... No, no. What, there's been a number of times we also talked about creating some undulation in this wall yeah. where we approved projects only as a condition, only if that was done. Mm-hmm. And then... Public works. Well, yeah. fire safety mm-hmm. didn't want it. So um, I just have some mm-hmm. reluctance to rely mm-hmm. on that. Um, mm-hmm. But... It is kind of what it is. So, so I mean, we can. All we can do is make it a condition or recommend it, and or that's an option too. That's an option too. Can I ask, um, Monique? What you were talking about working with them about this um, wall frontage on City Drive, and so. You're already prepared to do something at a staff level, right? Correct. After. And would that be before it goes to planning commission or um, just ongoing? Well, we conditioned to, uh, for it to be completed prior to grading permit issuance. I see. I was just wondering how many of these things we might be able to condition in a similar way, but that one is, that one would not be coming back to us. And, um, well, maybe I should outline the areas that we seem to all have consensus that we want to see something else. This is what, and I'm probably just to start, right? Um, Larger tree wells and grates at street trees. Um, Planting Trees such as uh, palm Washingtonian robustas against the tall blank wall of the northern sort of tower feature. Is that the best way to describe it? Or an architectural tree. Okay, or I suppose they could make fake windows there that would just give it the architectural it treatment exactly. on the it exterior, could be like n- niches, it but could not be... real windows. <clears throat> right. Okay, so that would be something that we would be leaving up to Monique to also evaluate from staff level? or I think I'd rather hear what all we have. Okay, so we've got, oh, so, thank you. So we've got the some treatment on that tall wall and we have a lip on the parking structure um, at ceiling, or does that make sense to what everybody knows what that means? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, you could say to mask. You could say to, in order to mask uh, the ceiling mounted, ceiling mounted lights. And I'm running out of ink in my pen. And then um, there was a big, a lot of discussion about the screening of the parking structure itself and the fact that it's placed so close to the easement and that prohibits um, anything being planted. I, I was noticing on the site plan as I was scrutinizing a little bit more, it seems like I'm seeing some dashed lines that sort of curve around the bus intake. Is the easement actually up against the building, the entire length of the building, or is it just where the bus intake is? Where the easement's located. I got to go back to that. Was it on? Got up to go around the the bus stop. Okay, so so at the bus stop, it's at its closest point. Okay, so that's the place where you can't plant any trees, but maybe on either side. So the three trees that you have X's on on your landscape, you know, maybe. Yeah, okay, so we're seeing that dashed easement move around. So to the left, okay, first of all, to the right of that um, indentation for the bus, we have three trees that are already there that you're going to keep, and they're fairly big ficuses. Um, I would want to say that if those are killed somehow um, that during the process, that it looks to me like the easement is fairly there's some distance between the easement and the building at that side. So if those trees don't survive the construction for whatever reason, that new trees be planted, it seems like you can plant something then north of the easement and south of the building wall. Yeah, I just wanted to point out to you that south of the garage also, we plan on um, incorporating bamboo, the giant timber bamboo oh. along, along all that well, frontage there. Oh, okay. So that... Okay, there's a screen. That shows it right there. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't Do you think have that? Just caught the. It's so, shown on sheet L L1. Okay, um, I'm on L4. That's why. Okay, so L1. Oh, have, it's just the diagonal hatch. No, that's existing. Yeah. No, there's little circles, circles, circles. Yeah, there's little circles all along the foundation, which we. That we may be on. why that one rendering. Looks very masks oh, most yeah. of the parking okay, structure. Okay, okay, okay. So now you've got a screen. I'm yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Off the table. Okay, I'm fine, I'm fine with it. That's fine. Sorry, did not understand that. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, thank you. So it sounds like. Do are there any others besides the the tall wall near the art wall that needs some treatment? The larger tree wells and grates at the street and the lip at the parking structure ceiling to mask to screen the ceiling mounted lights. Were there any others? The, Oh, oh the, the, the stone material? The stone material, okay. yeah. The stone material, um, I was wanting to direct people to the treatment of the north facade, and that was on page er, um, A1.031. So the north facade doesn't have the stone going all the way up. It, it transitions to stucco. So the stone goes up two floors. So if you look at A1.031, and that's fine. You know, we're shuffling around a lot of things. The north facade has stucco for, on the upper three floors and stone on the lower two. I think that looks appropriate. Yeah. And so yeah. is there a reason that um, 
can we save you some money? First opposite. Sorry, we we were trying to. The, the reason we did take the stone up higher was because that's at the street intersection. So we thought we would enhance it, but certainly if you guys feel it's appropriate, we can look at lowering the stone. We've gone through variations previously where it was all just a two-story base um, yeah. and then stucco and then the fiber cement to crown the building. Uh, and then we, uh, you know, so that certainly isn't something uh, we, we would definitely be able to look at that if, if the two stories feels more appropriate. Yeah, and right. I think it's because of the choice of stone, really. Mm -hmm. If yeah. it was a larger format stone, I think it would be fine going up higher. Like the kind of Paris, sort of, you know. I, I, you know <coughs> I, I, I just, stone, stone generally doesn't go it up very likes high. likes to stay you know, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it, it just it has an uncomfortable feeling for me. Um, mm -hmm. It's just not usually used in that way. Real stone, well, so it right. makes it look fake. If it's a dressed granite block. <laughs> that's what I mean. If that's it's different. That's, that's, that's different. what I mean. Yeah. If it's like ashlar masonry. Okay. But this has a very kind of rustic quality to it, I think. Like a be, lower level. Sort of mm -hmm. quality, it up. Right. So, yeah, I would be satisfied if we were to keep it at the height, you know, no higher stories. than it's shown on the north elevation. I think it's, that's much, much more successful than what we see, like, on the south elevation. And that would make, on the south elevations, you'd have two stories of, you'd have the brown story at the top, you'd have two stories of stucco, and then you'd have the bottom two stories of, of stone. It, it could also be as low as one story of stone that's, with three stories of stucco. That's what I was going to say. I would rather leave that, if we're talking about moving toward a condition, I'd rather leave that for the design team to decide to that, out the that there may be a certain rationale that that stone gets used at the mixed use level mm -hmm. and then turns to a different material above that. But I could also see if you feel just from an aesthetics that you want to pull it up a story, I'd be okay with that too. So would that be acceptable as a condition for you guys if we said that the stone veneer called that? <laughs> To lower that to two stories. To be right? limited to, no, to two stories. No higher than no two No higher stories. than two And if stories. you want to bring it down and to can, one, we'd be okay with that too. Um, that leaves the option to you. Yeah, we, we can do that. Two stories is fine. Okay. Okay. With, and you might even play with it. Maybe it's yeah. one in some areas. Can we, um, if, if, if the, what is bothering you, uh, you guys is the scale of it, it's like, can you include that as a condition as well so we have some flexibility or, as designers? Yeah, the so, scale or go or, with a larger format stone that then we don't get to see. We don't get no, to see. No, you know, that does I think, th these conditions are going to be specific. So you, it would be something that you definitely can do. But if you feel like something you need to work out, then I think we need to, well, you would come back. Okay, so if they need to change. Ahead. Well, let's go ahead and just talk Keep going. about it. Okay. So, what we're trying to, obviously we can continue the project and let you address some of these issues that we've talked about. And if that's something you'd like to do, I'm sure we'd be more than happy to do that. What we're trying to do right now is to see, are there ways that we can condition these things so that we can improve Understood. you tonight and move you on, which I uh, presume you prefer. Yeah. Two stories is just fine. If we do end up changing it, we'd have to go through a planning review anyway, so we yeah, can address you, it then. And, and then what would happen is if it's changed substantially from what we're approving, then Monique would have to send it back to us 
and we'd have to review that one item, you know, this stone versus that, like if you wanted to change the stone and keep it high. So that gives you some flexibility with this condition that if you can live with all that stuff, you can just keep going. Either way, you get to keep going. You can go to planning commission and you can still come back to us later with a stone change. I understand. If it's do or die yeah. for you that you need to go three stories and you want to have another bite of the apple, just tell them you have to come back to us and talk to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. Am I speaking at all out of... Uh, no, no. Sure. And I was just going to point okay. out when we were when we were talking about potentially different scale um, of stone material on sheet... A1.201. A1. It is showing some sort of a, what, what looks like a much bigger scale um, of stone around that entrance there in the yeah, an area. Yeah. Um, in more of an ashlar pattern. Um, oh, oh, but that's oh. But again, I wouldn't want to see cabin. that I mean, going um, four stories high. I mean... Sort but of see, in that principle. case, how like the small columns of it have gone higher mm -hmm. to define the signage. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. But the signage that the the stone might go a little bit taller than the two stories. Just mm -hmm. if it's defined like this, articulated like this. Uh, yeah. Um. So maybe we have to exempt that from the two story limit. Would be um, the entry tie. Mm -hmm. Is exempt from that limit on okay. the stone. That, yeah, is that I'm okay? fine with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so I hope you understand. We're trying to do this so you guys can get into planning commission. I'm totally on board. Okay. Thank you. And um, <clears throat> should I should I go ahead and attempt a, a motion? Well, what is there we, more? What, Wall, do we, I mean, the, yes, the wall. What about the the podium wall? How do we handle that? And you know, see, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of brutalism, but I know I'm in a small minority. So, I, I guess that feet. I'm a little bit yeah. concerned about the length of this, and mm -hmm. that it's a singular, for the lar most part, a singular landscape treatment, the entire length, which makes it even longer in appearance. Um, yeah, I see the attempts in the landscape to create sort of a rhythm is actually reinforcing how long it is. Whereas exactly. if you had clusters of things happening where the wall is tallest, for instance, has a certain treatment and then a different treatment on the sides could be a solution to help with that massing. What do you guys think about the articulation of the depth of the... I think that could be an option, but I think it could also be, like you're saying, a, a difference in material, planting material, that mm -hmm. helps bring mm -hmm. up... Mm -hmm. And there is five feet of plant space there, right? It just it just seems. Oh yes. Yes, there's there's five feet of plant space. I mean, what we can propose is we can break up that plant material. So instead of one singular legustrum hedge, we can break it up with legustrum, and then we can do like raphiolepis. We can do. It's, like, it seems to me that the area where or, the pool is, mm -hmm. it's not only a taller wall, but it's also <clears throat> where the building is is recessed back in that courtyard that if that was just a completely different landscape treatment mm -hmm. in front of the the courtyard and then mm -hmm. and then you stay with your your hedges or whatever on the sides but just in that that center part can you just put more yeah we can trees yeah. in there or we, something yeah we can 
change the species too. So right now we're just showing one type of bougainvillea. We can put different vines and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I well, I'm even better. looking at your landscape palette, and you've got yeah. two different red buds, for example. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, they would be complementary to that bougainvillea if that's the, the color choice you're doing. Yeah. You're going with the bougainvillea or crepe myrtle. You know, any of mm -hmm. those against that 10-foot tall wall, yeah. I think, would... Um, would break up that long, linear... Yeah. Um, when, when we originally designed it, we were trying to keep it kind of um, uniform along there. But yeah. I see the direction you guys would want us to go to break things up. And yeah, and, and, it, it's and I, easy. Don't, I, I get your thought that mm -hmm. sometimes these incredibly <laughs> dramatic board, forward com, board form concrete walls are... are they kick butt, you know. Yeah, really but, it, but, yeah, cool. it, but you gotta get it right. I mean, but the, but really the, gotta get so it right. maybe yeah. if that does stay uniform yeah. and not be moving back and forth, but we just change it up yeah. in the landscaping. I, I would be yeah. comfortable, and I think that's a condition that we can put in there that's realistic. And I know it's only five feet, and granted, there's a wall here, but most of our parkways are five feet, and mm -hmm. we put trees in them, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I think if it's a vertical tree, if it's, you know, something like a red bud, I'm not real supportive of this shrub changing to that shrub or this vine okay. changing to that vine. I think it really a has to be a different statement mm -hmm. in order to break that wall up. And it, you could do lighting And you on do it. have mm -hmm. the changes in wall height there, so it probably makes sense to put a tall green element there, and then on both sides we have a more consistent wall height. Yeah, and then you can also do it with uplighting on those trees or create a shadow line against the board form just in that really focused uh, adjacent to the courtyard and then just have more low-level lighting. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you can do it with lighting. and. and it, it also helps from inside the courtyard to have some layering too. So, some trees. Okay, so that okay. is a condition that we can make. What we will do well, is we'll, we'll try to craft these conditions and then we're going to ask you... Do you understand them? Do you agree with them? Before we go to a vote, so it seems just sit tight while that, we. It seems that this this approach on the wall is more of a guidance for staff who's going to be continuing to work on this up until grading permit issuance. I don't know why it would need to be if that if we. Is it okay issue. that we replace that condition with just the one we're describing now, where we have specific guidance on how the landscaping? can be treated to make that? I think so, yes. You'd be comfortable with that? Okay. Yes. Okay. So then we have to take away that. Did you have something um, yes, I'm, I'm, a, I'm concerned that it's, it's still uh, rather um, loose. Loose. <laughs> there's not a lot of specificity here. And I, I mean, and I think there's some inconsistency, too, where we said we wanted something vertical, but, a, but red buds are definitely a spreading, um, more horizontal type of tree. So... I'm not sure what we're getting. From all the things we said, I have no idea what it's going to look gonna, like. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, Do you think you can get there tonight? I'm not, I, maybe not. I, I'm okay. not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, my thought was the small to medium size ornamental trees, like the red bud or crepe myrtle, um, are more vertical than a yeah. ligustrum hedge, trimmed to four or five <laughs> feet tall. Okay. Um, and it is only a 10-foot wall that... Mm -hmm. Needs some, mm -hmm. you know, counterpoint to it. It'll peak up. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think, in terms of verticality in this location, um, that 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 sort of patio-sized tree works. 
at the tall blank wall um, at the northern end, that's a, that's a different treatment. Yeah. And I think I would agree that the raised planter with some tall palms um, could work very well there, or an extension of the, the artwork, perhaps, or you know, uh, add some, some architectural detailing. I'm, I'm less I'm less comfortable providing condition on architectural treatment without okay. seeing. That's design that we have yeah. no idea yeah. what it is, right? We know what trees looks like. Mm -hmm. So I think from my perspective, I would be fine approving that. And if it is an architectural change, then I think it just comes it back. Should come it has back. to come back to us. Because yeah, so that's if a you design. can't get the trees to work on the tall wall, then any architectural treatment on there would need to come back to us. Does that make sense? Okay, so okay. Uh, 20 foot approximate height on these trees by the pool, 20 to 25, what do you think? Is that it's what? It's a 10 foot wall, correct, Max, Monique? Yeah. Yes. I'd say 15 to 20 would be enough. I, I would think 20, yeah, I mean 15, yeah. It's gonna be a big break from how the plant, you know, mm -hmm. the adjacent planting. So 20, I'm fine with 20. I think in our condition we could suggest a couple species okay. but leave it up to them but okay. provide a a minimum height yeah. requirement full height requirement does that make sense yes so um i'm seeing from their palette if we want to stick to the plant material they've already chosen um there's arbutus marina there's cercis occidentalis which is the western redbud cercis Canadensis, which is the eastern redbud, and then the Langostromera indica, which is the crepe myrtle. So any of those four, I think, would be about the right um, height. Well, are, are we fine then just giving a minimum height requirement and letting them choose, <coughs> choose from the this palette? From the palette. Yes. Okay. I, yes, I mean, that, that okay. I think, yeah. leaves it. Okay. I, I could take an attempt at um, crafting a motion. I, I think that's where you got to yeah, okay. start. All right, Chair. I move to approve design review. Oh, oh rec I recommend approval to the Planning Commission <laughs> for design review number 5030-21, the Streetlights Mixed-Use Apartment Development, um, based on the findings that are in the staff report with the additional, and, and, and with the conditions listed in the staff report, except to replace the condition. Can you help me out here with what number that is? 12. Number 12, condition number 12, with the condition that the landscape treatment in front of the site wall running parallel to the city drive be revised to create a, an alternate or a different treatment, I said treatment, sorry, to create a um, zone adjacent to the courtyard, the pool courtyard, that would contain a series of 20-foot high trees instead of the hedge and bougainvillea treatment that's proposed for the adjacent walls. Is that sound? I sort of butchered that. Should no, I, I think that it's. I could let me take another attempt at that one. Why don't we say minimum twenty 
feet. Minimum 20 feet. Okay, so let me let me maybe just put the 10 foot tall portion of the wall. That might be a simpler way to. Oh, there well, you. it's only well, but 10 it's foot at one spot. Yeah. So it's like I think it should be that whole zone. Why don't you say in front of the um, the pool courtyard, the shade area where the shade structure? Okay, is, okay. Is All right. shown. I'm going to um, retract my previously stated condition and re and restate one um, as follows: that the landscape treatment between the proposed site board form concrete site wall that runs parallel to the city drive be broken up into zones and that the zone adjacent to the arbor slash pool courtyard would contain minimum 20 foot high trees arranged in an aesthetically pleasing way per the landscape architect's <laughs> um, design, and that the, the proposed landscaping that was presented to us in the addendum, which I'm staring at, um, which, what are we calling that? What do we call this? EX01. The hot, the hot file from December 5th rendering that indicates hedges or some layered landscaping with the hedges and the bougainvillea can remain at the n northern and southern end of that wall. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. So that's one condition. And then why don't you withdraw the existing condition? I already did. Oh, you did. That okay. We I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Existing condition number 12 and replace it with that okay. one I just said. Okay. okay. Um, condition number two, it, or added condition number two, is that the stone cladding proposed on the building shall be limited to two stories tall, with the exception of the areas that are adjacent to the entry T. I don't know Okay. The third condition would be that larger tree wells be used for the street trees and grates introduced to enhance the pedestrian um, environment and that the tree wells be as large as permissible to allow the code required sidewalk clearance past them. Um, uh, condition number four is that on the parking structure to screen the ceiling mounted lights within it that a lip would be added to the facade edge um, of approximately a foot. Would, would that still be applicable with the bamboo screening? I, I think. I think it will. I think because those lights can be fairly glary at the um, incoming straight out. Okay. And, and, and I think that even with bamboo, there's spacing in there and these lights might come out. I think it would be effective. I, we also don't know. The landscape is transient, so... Yeah, and it's not grown instantly. Right. Yeah. So, so those are four conditions. One, one more. The palms. Oh, thank you. Where did I put that? Oh, that the, um, the an additional condition is to plant tall palm trees such as Washingtonian robustas against the tall blank 
wall on the northeast sort of tower, tower element adjacent to the proposed murals. Um, I'm going to leave it at that because if you can't get the trees to work, then and you want to propose a different treatment that you'd need to come back. Yeah. Would you be okay with saying uh, planting the trees or an architectural feature? Like if we were to do a mosaic, you'd want to see. Right, it. we'd want to see it. Is the problem? Okay. So if you or if you altered the art, for instance, and moved it to this wall and did something, you know, yeah. I think we have to see that, and that's why we can't condition that part. But it shouldn't hold up the process. I can't imagine it would hold up your whole planning commission review because if you can't make the trees work, you can come back sometime prior to building, um, prior to grading permit issuance with that revision. Okay. The, the one thing I would like to add on that is the, the view that we're looking at is a very deliberate view of trying to capture as much of that wall as possible. So it's not really a view that anyone would have. So it stands out in this view, but in reality, it's kind of facing internally to the project. Well, so I, I, I agree you... it does need something, um, but it, it wouldn't be nearly as visible to the street as what I, you're seeing I, here. I don't think I don't we agree. agree with you. Yeah. Um, I think as you're, as you're driving north on the city yes. drive, yeah. it's a really prominent, it almost feels like, yeah. I heard a comment, like, you're going to show a movie there. You know, it's a large, it's like I'll, a. I'll just be frank. That's the, the only way I can approve this this evening. Um, okay. Is that there were some. I, I think some palms there would, would increase or make it look a lot better. Absolutely. And then we so. talked about replacing those three trees um, on the south side of the parking structure if they don't survive. Right. But that was before we, we knew about had the, the discussion bamboo. about bamboo. So I don't know how everybody feels about that. Yeah, I would wonder though if they're involved in the tree count. That the bamboo. No, if those oh. trees that are meant to be kept, isn't that a standard thing that if there's a tree that's meant to be kept on the plan and it ends up not surviving construction, that they need to replace that tree? Isn't that? Or should we add that as a condition? What's your recommendation? Yeah, I thought that was. Sort I of believe a we had to add that to a recent project right. that we, we had. Yeah. So when they were so moving, so they were relocating trees, relocating trees, large yeah. trees. So these aren't being relocated. Yeah. Uh, and and just to um, point out, if you hadn't seen in the staff report, a standard condition is that trees be maintained um, in such a way as to retain their full height and canopy width. So if you're aware of that, also. In with respect to what we're talking about here, as for an additional trees or replacement trees or the bamboo and all of that, so we're trying to prevent 15 foot sycamores, <laughs> which, which we have in town. So, <laughs> so I'm not seeing it, so I'm just gonna um, ask to amend my uh, motion to include an additional condition. That if the if any trees that are indicated on the landscape plan to remain, if any of those trees don't survive construction, that they replace be replaced with an in kind tree, or at least the same stature yes. tree. Yeah. Does that sound okay? 
my yes no i'm fine with that and if that's all our conditions i'm prepared to make a second i'll second that motion i don't know whether you want a second first before you can i just get one quick clarification uh, yes. we should have that. a second before okay. we circle back with the applicant so okay. I'll, I'll okay okay now go ahead uh, Clarification, uh, was it, what you said stature species or caliper inch or? Well, um, yeah, it doesn't have to be identical species, but it should be the same stature, which would be sort of the, the growth, the prospective growth height and canopy. Understood. Yeah. So we're getting something, you're not just putting in a. So are, you, are, are you able to follow those conditions, and are you good with those? I believe so. I had them written down prior, so it's just a check, check, check. Yeah, okay. Monique, Monique okay. can help you, too, because she'll have them. Okay. Thank <laughs> you for your patience. We try where we can predict the outcome to go ahead and condition it so that you can move on. So. I appreciate that. Right. Okay, so we have a motion to approve and a second. And it looks like we're able to vote. Please vote. You are unanimously approved. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So that is the end of our business this evening. So I will rejourn, how about adjourn, um, to our last meeting of the year, which will be on Wednesday, December 21st at 2022. Uh, 2022. Thank you.